Hey guys, we are back. Hope you're having a great start to 2022. Now today's episode is a bit different. I've brought my sister onto the show and we have a conversation around taking the leap. We look at why we quit our jobs just over a year ago to pursue a more creative career and everything leading up to that moment. This episode is really about being convicted by purpose and we hope you enjoy it. Most men lead lives of quiet desperation and go to the grave with their song still inside of them. Now that's a quote by Henry David Thoreau. Now, one thing I do think he got wrong was that he limited it to just men because I believe that most people are living lives of quiet desperation. So thank you for coming on this podcast episode today, Shekinah. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm so happy we're finally doing this after a while of planning. Yeah, it's been a while coming. We've been talking about this for like, (laughs) I think a few months now. Um, But I just wanted to mention that quote because it sort of sets the theme for where I want this episode to go. I truly believe that so many people are living lives, like I love the words that he uses, in quiet desperation, whether it's they feel bound by fear or by doubt or just by uncertainty or not sure where to go and they're not living out what has been put on their life or living out what they've been called to do in life. I wanted to invite you on to the show and just have a chat about your journey and my journey around us taking that leap and stepping out towards the path that we feel we're called to. Yeah, and going back on that quote, I 100% agree with it as I really believe that people have some sort of desire or thought or dream that they want to pursue but get caught up in their ability to do it. I see that a lot and I've definitely been there myself. So before we get too far into it, Give the listeners a bit of a backstory of you. Who are you? Who is Shekinah Tatarera? Well, <laughs> um, I haven't actually had to answer this. So I guess I do modeling. I love sustainable fashion. Um, I'm really, really passionate about identity and purpose. And I do social media and marketing as a job. But really, if I was to describe myself, I just say I am a creative and a sunset lover. A creative and a sunset lover. Nice. So I know what you do, but a lot of people listening may not. So what do you create? So I create or try to create a lot of things. Um, Whatever's on my mind, whatever's required for my job. But I really love creating fashion concepts, Um, really weird wacky, colourful, inspiring photos and videos. Things that like capture people's attention and tell a story. Definitely all about storytelling. That's cool. Um, Yeah, this whole podcast, like one of the reasons why I started it is because I, I believe that stories are so powerful. And, you know, I think that we can tell stories through the work that we create, the photos that we take, the videos that we share and make. Definitely. I like to pair it with my writing as well because I want to invoke a feeling, a thought, make it relatable, make it inspiring or just really authentic. So speaking of stories, with this episode, I really want to talk about our stories and how we decided to quit our jobs around the same time to pursue a more creative path. So before, that that was about, I think, just over a year ago now. Before that, though, where were you working? What were you doing? 
So I had been working for about four and a half years in hospitality. So this was during high school and then after. I've always done photos or styling outside of it, but it's just really had been a hobby. And I was working in a cafe, serving everyone their eggs benedict. And caffeine, thank God. Yes, which I did not drink. <laughs> um, no, I love hospitality workers and we need them. Otherwise... Appreciate, yeah. Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> oh my gosh, like, you know, myself, I've worked in hospitality for a few years and it, it takes a bit of guts. It takes a bit of strength to stay in hospitality. Um, so appreciate every Definitely. hospitality workers. So around the same time, um, I was working in hospitality as well. And, you know, I think we've had a couple conversations around that time about how we just felt like we were, I think for me personally, and I'll speak for myself, is that I felt like I was just in a bit of a comfort bubble. I was in a bit of a safe space and I was sort of holding myself back. I'd had a couple big, you know, like failures or a couple big things go wrong over the past few years. And in this point in time, I was comfortable. You know, I had, I wasn't worried about, I wasn't worried about finances as such. I wasn't worried about a lot of different things. And it made me complacent where I wasn't, there were these dreams and these things that I was passionate about and that I was like really had in my heart to do. And I'd sort of pushed them to the side and was just inside this bubble. Yeah, I definitely resonate with that. I was at a stage in life where I knew that I wanted to do something more and I had already started modeling, but I just didn't really know how or why. And I was very, very comfortable in doing what I knew best. And there was no risk there. It was very safe. It wasn't until one morning I started dreading going to work and really not finding any enjoyment in what I was doing. And I know from past years and past jobs, when it gets to that point, it's usually because I'm not in alignment with where my purpose is and I'm not doing something that I'm feeling really proud of. Yeah, so it sounds like that was a bit of a, a bit of a build up before your turning point where you decided to, you know, make that decision, um, however it came about for you to, to you know, change, change career, change job. Um, for me, like, I know that I was going to work and there was nothing necessarily wrong with the workplace or the people, um, but when I was at work, I was thinking about these dreams that I had in my heart and these plans that I had in my heart. And I had all these ideas and things that I wanted to do and things that I wanted to work on. And I just felt like when I was at work, I wanted to work on those things and actually be active in those things. But then when I finished work, I had no, <laughs> no motivation, no energy. And a lot of that was my mindset as well. Um, but that for me was like one of the reasons why I needed to make a dramatic change. Yeah, and I'm very convicted by, especially in jobs, not by money, but by feeling alignment in, is this what I'm meant to be doing? Do I feel fulfilled? So really by fulfillment. And it just got to a point where I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I did know that it was something creative and it was something where I can express myself and grow. And in saying that, it didn't just happen within a week. It was months of feeling this way, feeling very stuck, but knowing that I needed to move and a few other external factors that really encouraged the decision to 
take a risk and do something different. How long did it take for you to get to that point of wanting to do something different? So I believe that I was born a natural risk taker. I believe that most of us were born with the desire to, with a seed planted inside of uh, inside of us, like a seed of greatness, a seed of purpose, something that's on our lives to do and to fulfill. And I think, you know, as we grow up, we, we, um, we fall over maybe one too many times. And, um, I think that diverts our path and we sometimes give up or we surrender to the fears of life or we surrender to life. So for me, like, you know, I'd had a few set big setbacks, um, in the past few years and a few, a business that didn't work out and a few things that, um, decisions that I made that didn't turn out how I wanted them to. And that's sort of what pushed me into this safety net. So the turning point for me getting out of that, I sort of just got fed up with myself. Um, I just got um, fed up with where I was at. And I just, there was just this big, like a lot of tension, I think a lot of tension. And at the time, what probably made it a bit more difficult was that, you know, I had a job. There was no real reason for me to leave. Um, and I also was like lucky enough or blessed enough to have a lot of other job opportunities come up, potential job opportunities that would have been great as well. But at the time I sort of had to make a decision. I was like, you know what, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to go in. If I'm going to, if I'm really going to pursue this path that I feel like I'm being called down, if I'm going to pursue these dreams and passions that are on my heart, I'm going to go all in. And, um, so that's what I did with a bit of help and a bit of, you know, encouragement from different people. Um, <laughs> I was there when you were writing your letters. <laughs> yeah, I think there's one one moment in particular that I remember um, when you were there. We were in Brisbane and um, we were sitting outside a cafe and I had my laptop open and I was reading and rereading over my resignation letter <laughs> and I just couldn't bring myself to press send. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, it was a long way. I had finished my coffee. <laughs> um, and that was a big moment that stuck with me for a while now because I think that was definitely, that was one of the pivotal, pivotal moments, that decision to press send, to be like, you know what, I'm all in. Like, this is happening now. There's no going back. Um, that was me taking the leap, taking the leap from where I was to where I felt called to be. And it was a leap of faith as well because, like, when I say taking the leap, what that looked like for me was quitting a job that I had um, where I had had regular hours to pursuing this path where there was no initial guarantee of, um, you know, of work or of um, consistent work. And I was sort of building a brand, going to go out and build a brand for myself um, around what I was passionate about and a brand that I can build up um, into a business to help support the, the dreams and the visions that are on my heart. But there's no, there was no guarantee. Yeah, um, there's no safety blanket. Um, it really is taking a leap. And I guess it's your drive and what you really want that has to be bigger than your fear of failing or whatever else there is that you're worried about. For me, I am a person who goes through life navigating depression and anxiety. So really, me navigating that is being driven. It's by going through purpose. It's feeling excited and happy, having something to focus on. 
and I was just not getting that in my cafe job anymore because it wasn't for me. It was great at a certain time where I found my confidence, I found a lot of friends and was able to communicate and express myself more but that time was over and it was now time for a new stage of growth and I felt it. So at the point I was like I needed to have my dream and my passion bigger than the fear of what if or what yeah. will people think. Yeah. And I think a bit of what you touched on there about, you know, just like navigating anxiety and navigating a few things you had to grow through. Um, I know for me that I've also had to go through my own, and still am, but process of like self-discovery, just intentionally discovering a bit more about me, my, me who I am, what I like to do, what I am passionate about, um, because that definitely shaped um, where I went and when it came to like taking a leap into a creative um, career or creative field because I'm like you know what this is these are my values this is who I am this is what I'm passionate about this is what I like doing and knowing that having a bit of a foundation in those areas helped me now help me build the brand that I'm now building yeah well it really also was a commitment to myself in exploring and giving myself a chance taking a chance on what I feel deeply about and I didn't even really know what it was I knew it would surround possibly fashion, hopefully modeling, hopefully styling. At that point, I never thought that I was a social media person. I didn't think I could make a profile look pretty or really understand anything about Instagram. And here I am now doing those things. And if I didn't take that moment to just be like, you know what, I don't know, but I need to find out, then it would have never happened. Yeah, it's a, it really is a step of faith, a leap of faith. If you, if you could go back and give yourself some advice before quitting hospitality and pursuing a more creative path, what would it be? Do it sooner. <laughs> do it sooner. Um, but honestly, I do believe things happen in time and there's a natural process, but I probably would... There was... A lot of mornings that was really hard to get out of bed because I just felt very purposeless and it wasn't very great. So I wish that I would have known that you can do this. You have the ability. You are not stuck and life is about experiences. Yeah, and I think I am just so grateful for like where we live and what we have access to because we live in Australia, first of all. Yeah. And then like we live in Queensland, which is amazing. But we just have access to so much. And especially in this day and age with the internet, with the amount of information and resources we have at our fingertips, like most of us, not all of us, but most of us have the ability to get up and change where we're going if we're not happy with where we are, to get up and try something different, to get up and, you know, have a go at different things and figure out where we're meant to be or what we're meant to be doing. Like, I know that's not the case for everyone, but a good majority of us have the ability to do that, whatever that looks like for us. Um, and I just, I'm so passionate about just the fact that we need, we, I believe we should be proactive over reactive, you know, like being, instead of being reactive and just reacting to everything that happens to us, being proactive about building the life that we yeah. want to live. Um, and the life that we want to see, you know, if we're, which many times before I've struggled to get out of bed and just felt like 
periods of time where I felt a bit purposeless myself and felt like, you know, I'm not sure where I'm going or what I'm doing, and that's natural. But allowing ourselves to stay in that place and not doing anything about it and acting like we're powerless, like, yeah, we have all the power. We have the ability to change that, to change the direction that we're going in. Yeah, and that's the thing. We've got to give moment, give time for those moments and be like, okay, what is my body and mind telling me? What am I lacking in right now? But if it's ability, there is no lack because you can learn, you can go do internships, you can go sit around people who know about things and listen to them. And really living in the 21st century and being here in Australia, we have multiple resources and support. And if it's about ability, there's nothing really stopping you. It's just the, I think what scares a lot of people is it's not easy. You've got to commit, you've got to be consistent. I spend um, three, two to three months unemployed, constantly looking for jobs, applying for only jobs that I wanted. I did marketing, assistance, whatever, and I had to just keep doing it. Yeah. And we were talking about purpose just before. And I think for me, one of the big things that I can't avoid to mention is that my faith has played a big part in defining where I, what I feel called to do and the purpose that I feel um, I'm here for is. Like the more that I've, I guess, developed my, um, my faith, the more convicted, um, convicted by purpose mm. I am, convicted by purpose I am. Um, and that also very much drives what I do and gives me that faith, gives me that um, courage to take the leap. Okay, knowing that, you know what, I believe this is what I'm here and this is what I'm called to do. Um, and if it's not if it's not meant to happen, it won't happen. Um, yeah, exactly. And I think also it's that conviction which drives us through the tough times. And it's like, okay, I am willing to suffer for this because I believe in it. And you are just that driven. You're okay to sacrifice a few things because you've got to sacrifice comfort, uncertainty. Like you don't know yeah. when or how, but you just have this really faith that it's going to happen. And I share that same sort of sense of purpose that I am here for a reason. And if it's on my mind or I'm dreaming about it, then it's meant to be. Yeah, there's this quote that I have um, in a few different places and I can't remember who it's by, but it goes like this. Are you going to be defined by a vision of the future or by the memories of the past? And then I've got another one um, that I've written down. It it says, if you live in a familiar past, you are going to create a predictable future. And I think too often we just sort of allow ourselves to live in a state of anxiety or a state of stress where we're just constantly living we're living in the past and we're, you know, whether it's living in this state of fear from failures or things that have happened before or the uncertainty of what's going to happen in the future. And um, we allow that to drive our life. We allow fear to drive our life instead of that conviction, instead of that, um, instead of that conviction of our purpose to drive our life instead of faith. Yeah, and I think a lot of people feel like, oh no, I don't know what my purpose is. I I don't know what I'm meant to be doing. And that's the point. Like, I believe in the next 15 years, I'll be doing something completely different. Like, I have dreams of going in politics, education, 
um, psychology, but I know for now, this is, I'm gonna do what's before me and that's something creative that makes my heart sing and makes me feel good about myself. And I'm going by that. So I'm not trying to figure out what is the whole purpose of my life. It's mostly, what do I wanna do right now? What sparks joy and hope and makes me feel fulfilled? Yeah, I love that. And what you said as well about doing what's in front of me. Uh, there's two things that just come to mind at the moment. One is that, yeah, just doing what's in front of us well. Like that's yeah. the best starting point for wherever we are, even if it's working in hospitality and we don't want to be there or if it's working in a um, job where we don't feel like that's where we're supposed to be, just doing whatever we're doing well where we are. And the second thing is, you know, if you're not sure what your purpose is or you're not sure what you're supposed to be doing, the biggest thing that you can do is find a way to help somebody else. Find a way to serve somebody else. Find a way to you know, put the focus on how you can make a difference in someone else's life. And I think that is probably one of the best starting points um, and the, one of the most selfless starting points we can have um, as we're figuring out, you know, what we as an individual are called to do or what we feel passionate about or what we want to spend the rest of our life doing. So after, you know, quitting hospitality, how did you feel? Like, what, I don't know, what happened next? Like, what were you feeling? Well, it kind of, um, I had some external factors. So it was a little bit of a rushed and non-planned moment. But to be honest, if that situation that I was in didn't happen, I would not have quit. Or I may have, but it would be probably another six months down the track. So I always find that um, something usually big happens for me to finally be like, yep, I'm finished before I actually do it. Because I just, it's really hard for me to say no and I hate disappointing people, but I'm so glad and grateful that it ended in me leaving that job because it opened me up to a whole new um, avenue of different possibilities but before I got to that positive and very bright and hopeful part I felt so scared yeah. I was like I was we were going on that road trip to go see family I was like what did I do um, I'm gonna have to get it I actually thought I'll probably have to get another like a night job um, I was just scared and I remember thinking okay right now you just need to put yourself first and just relax and just yeah. be a little bit more clearer because obviously you were not feeling good in that job. So maybe you will go back to a job like that, but right now you need to be more clearer. And yeah. once I was, then I was like, became a little bit more comfortable with the fact of, okay, I'm ready to pursue something different. Yeah, no, that's really cool. And what about you? Um, Other than the uh, cafe moment? Yeah, no, so... <laughs> After sending off that resignation letter, like, honestly, the amount of relief I had, like, just the, the pressure and the stress that left my shoulders was massive. Um, in one hand, because I'd been thinking about the decision for quite a bit, but in the second hand, because I just felt so free, free to, to just step forward into all these things that I just, like, felt so passionate about. Um, yeah, I think freedom, free. Yeah. <laughs> freedom was a it was a big part of it um like obviously what I'm doing now and what I've decided to do I'm probably I think I'm working a lot harder than I've <laughs> ever have been and like doing putting in more hours but 
I'm building something. Um, I'm building something that I'm passionate about. I'm building something that I feel has meaning and is making a positive difference. And those all seem like cliche keywords of the century, which they probably are. But they're also, at the moment, the best words I can use to describe um, how I feel about it. Yeah, and I feel also you you pick your pros and cons. If your focus is to make money, I'm sure you'd be happy working in a hospitality job or another job where you know you'll make a certain amount of money. But if you are focused and your values are on passion, on purpose, or on just fulfillment or exploring, then it makes it so much more worthwhile. For me, it was giving myself a chance to discover my own talents and abilities. I needed to prove it to myself that this little nudge in my heart, in my head, that I could do it. And I could do it for the people around me, for our siblings to see that if you have a dream, you can do it. It takes steps. Small steps, big steps. I had a dream. But that. <laughs> yeah. And dreams like can turn into reality, but it does look, I have learned that it can look different. Because in my head, I was going to be doing something completely different. I think studying graphic design, freelancing graphic design, and I would hate to do that right now. Um, I like creating reels for people, I love um, taking content. So it's quite different. But so I'm not going to ask you to design my next logo. Cool. Uh, listen, um. Shekinah a year ago would have loved it. She would have jumped on, but no. <laughs> so now that, you know, you've had a bit, t- a bit of time working in a more of a creative field and you sort of are a bit more in touch with, um, I guess, where you want to go and what you want to do. What would you say your dream job is now? Oh, my dream job. That would probably be modeling in London and doing identity courses london oh i can't do the accent i was gonna try doing Would you accent. like a cup of tea uh, i will definitely when this happens because it will happen um in its own time i will definitely be adopting an english accent because i think it's awesome ha. Ha. what is that <laughs> <laughs> you've got to be like do you know what i mean do you know what I mean? No. Any of my English friends Ooh. are laughing. They're like, um, oh my God, she wishes. <laughs> if anyone who's listening can do a really good English accent, please film yourself, put it on Instagram stories and tag at for the creatives podcast. Yes. Um, Cause I can't. But you know what? Anyone who would do it is probably better than you. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I Thanks. was bad. At the end of the day, I think the biggest lesson I had in all of that with the extreme emotions, the um, frustration and confusion is probably do follow growth, follow what is going to enhance what you're doing. So for me, when it was in hospitality, I was doing my best with it. Like I started fine dining work when I was 17 and I wrote down in a notebook after going to work all the things I learned because I was just adamant on being the best I could then. And then when I moved from that to cafe and then I took the, the leap then to move to the city, it was the same thing, okay, to what's in front of me. So I feel like when you know that, okay, my time here is done and you have that sort of sense, 
then yeah. that's also a great indication. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, we touched on it before, but just repeating it, like doing what's in front of us well. And I think that's wherever we are is probably can't hurt um, until we know the next step that we're exactly. going to take. And I truly believe that next step comes to you. And sometimes it comes from you quitting your job with no guarantee of work. Other times people might take a bit of a smarter path. No, <laughs> like, honestly, that's more exciting. Like looking back, I'm like, you know, there are a few things I could have done on the side um, while I was still working and still had consistent income. Um, there are a few things I could have built up on the side and then taken the leap. But for me, I think, you know, I mentioned it before, it was a big mindset thing and I was sort of locked in this cycle and I needed to break out of it. And for me, I needed that dramatic change. And the things you learn from it are so great. Like there are gonna be amazing leaps that we're still to take. Yeah. And we're yeah. gonna carry that ability and that knowledge of, I don't know what, but this is what I'm gonna do about it. Yeah, yeah. And one thing I carry with me now in almost anything I do is life is too short. And especially when you are, like for me, I'm a young adult. I don't have kids. I don't really have many big responsibilities. So now is the time for me to take those risks. And I really don't want to ever feel complacent, feel like I'm stuck somewhere, especially in a place that I don't feel passionate about and I don't feel fulfilled by. So I always tell myself life is about, life is about experiencing, learning, and being present. And during that, we are also not limited to what we see around us. That's so good. So, you know, we're going to do another episode sometime soon, um, sharing a, a bit of the darker details, a bit of the messier side <laughs> to stepping out in your own creative path and what that looks like and the toll it can take sometimes. And um, we're probably also going to do another episode around the practical side of taking that leap or pursuing a creative career, a creative um, job and some actual tips, tangible tips that we can help people. But um, for today, I just want to say, are we going to be defined by a vision of the future or by memories of the past? Are we going to let fear call the shots or faith call the shots? Right now is the moment that you and I have today, this moment. And it's the best time to choose faith over fear. Now, you may not need to take the same leap or to take the same steps that I did, but there's probably somewhere in your life that you're letting fear hold you back. Now's the moment to choose faith over fear. Dream big, believe big, start small. You've got this. And when you take that leap, just know going off that ledge is a victory in itself and you learn so much along the way. And that is a wrap on today's episode. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Hey, if you've got a story um, about a leap that you took to pursue a creative career or a creative path, hit us up. The podcast Instagram is at For The Creatives Podcast or my Instagram is at Elisha Tad. Both will be in the bio below. Send us a DM, let us know and who knows, might be able to make an episode out of it. <laughs>